Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by, as usual, Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? What's this up? is the sunglasses episode, gentlemen, and we have some esteemed guests joining us. Mr. Daniel Cummings to my left. Hi, guys. And Mr. Mark Baldonado right behind me. Hello. So, yeah, this is a great. Yeah. Welcome, guests. Yeah. So, these, these two guys, uh, the very, 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 very dear and near to my heart, very special to me. Music, brothers, just seriously, these are some of the two of, some, two of the best people in the world right right now and um i have traveled all around the country with these guys sorry county with these guys (laughs) all around the county with these two guys playing music playing all the grad parties back in like 2000 to 2003 or 2002 whatever it was we played all the grad parties we played all the uh kukui grove events you can think of you know like that's i did it i did it all with these two gentlemen (laughs) More than you can count on one hand. Yeah, on 50 <laughs> hands. <laughs> but it's been, uh, you know, it's been an awesome time. So they're here. They, um, they're going to be sharing some of their, you know, well, we're going to be sharing some of our stories. They're going to be sharing some of their knowledge. So, um, <clears throat> these two are great music producers. The reason why I, you know, I do music production is because of Mark, actually. Mark, um, introduced Cool Edit Pro to us, well, to me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I can't day. tell you how oh. he did it, you know. It's not, <laughs> it's not the best story yeah. well, but uh, <laughs> that's what that's what turned into adobe audition right yeah. yes yeah yes. so it turned into adobe audition so right. the main reason why i know how to get the sounds of my ukulele into a computer is all because of mark baldonado but he's he's a familiar face he's been on this podcast before you guys should know him he's offered his ukulele advice so you know the reason the reason why um I I basically play the way that I do is because Mark was you know was there to kind of to 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 teach me how to you know how to clean up my act. I was not that great of an ukulele player when we first met, but Mark was very disciplined. He uh, he he knew what what I had to do on my ukulele to kind of clean up my act, and so you know Mark, right on, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank that's you for <laughs> for knocking me down a peg. <laughs> you know that's basically what happened. In uh, in past episodes, you guys could probably we'll probably link it below. But um, Mark was uh, Mark and I competed, you know, on on my very first ukulele competition, and he he showed me how, and he showed me like how you're supposed to play the uke, and now you know like years decades later and i've uh and i'm still reminiscing that day because that's basically where my life turned around because i met him i met um and through him i met ryan who's also a a, um an owner of ukulele underground so that's that's where my life just made that switch so he very 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 important dude and this guy This guy, we, I mean, where do I begin? <laughs> like, I, I know social media because of this guy. You guys know me because of this guy. Like, I wouldn't have even been on the internet, like, because if it wasn't for this guy. This guy is the, you know, is the one who showed us that you can be, you, you can be anything that you want to be. You can be, you can be somebody on the internet, you can play music and get your music heard by, you know, by anyone. Like, yeah. Win. You know, yeah. it's exactly like everyone, he was a household name, like, and he still is a household name on, on Twitter. Twitch now you're like a household name on Twitch, right? <laughs> My household, I guess. Yeah, and mine. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so it's two household names. So um, yeah, no, but Daniel Cummings, he's he's made music, um, he's made albums, he's uh, you know he's he's also played all around you know all around Kauai, all around Hawaii in general, right? He played in various different islands and stuff too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know he's written some amazing music. He's still writing some amazing music. So you know if you guys follow him, you can follow his journey. Um, he he does he does music stuff on Twitch. He plays video games. He uh, <laughs> he also you know he does music production as well, right? He makes beats yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. and you still write music and whatnot. So if you guys have any music production questions, any music writing questions and stuff, feel free to ask them, and we'll we'll see what we can come up with. Mark also does some. Uh, he's he was the drummer of of our band one time that. Uh, that, that Daniel is is uh, is wearing yeah, a, a, a t-shirt for it's a throwback man. So Mark uh, did the drums, you know, uh, for for our old band, and uh, and Dan wrote all the songs and stuff. So uh, these guys are a treasure trove of of, uh, of musical knowledge. So make sure. Let's take advantage of that and let's just ask him some stuff today, all right? So first off, let's uh, answer any any and all of the questions you guys had before uh, before today. So any question that we got through email, we got through uh, voicemail, through pss, pss on the side of the street and stuff, we'll answer <laughs> as much as we can. So Kahai, what is our first question? Yeah, people are still yeah, people rolling, rolling into right the yeah. chat, so uh, maybe we'll give them a little bit of time, and uh, yeah, I don't know, we'll talk about something else, because okay. we don't cool, have many cool. questions. So, you know, we've, we've had Mark here before, we talked about, you know, like how, how he got into the ukulele and stuff, so uh, Dan, you're, you know, you're a songwriter, how, how does ukulele fit into your songwriting? So, I grew up in Hawaii, so predictably... Mm-hmm. That was the first instrument that I got my hands on. Mm. And just, I always found the ukulele to be the most accessible. I think everybody agrees it's like the it's easiest yeah. instrument to pick up. You mm-hmm. learn your first song, you mm-hmm. get your surf down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, back in, I was a little kid. I got my first ukulele and learned. And I come from a family of musicians, but I, <laughs> I never really, I felt like they kind of expected it. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I, I was like a rebel and I didn't want to play. <laughs> and I pushed music away for so long. And um, in high school, I kind of started to take it seriously. And I just always found the ukulele to be the easiest thing for me to write to. And even till mm-hmm. this day, I still haven't really like mm-hmm. learned all my chords. But I just, I know enough where I, I can write with the ukulele better than any other instrument and that's so. that's mm-hmm. why you're perfect for the show because the audience is you know is just a bunch of people who are like you know starting out and writing music yeah. and singing and enjoying the ukulele but you know that's that's basically your path back then yeah, you know yeah. like you enjoyed the uke so much and just put lyrics to whatever you know chords that you were playing yeah. so not you know and not having too much knowledge and chords and music theory and all that stuff but i'm pretty sure you have you know more now than, than you did before yeah. but like what what was you know what would you say is is a success successful formula for like writing a song what's just like easy successful formula say someone out there wants to try to write their first song right like what's what's some steps that you would take if you know if you were in their shoes okay so one thing i would recommend and this is just off the top of my head we didn't talk about this or plan this out but (laughs) honestly don't be afraid of oh those cards have been used because Everything's been used. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Mike said that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's everything. Don't Stop worry about copying to, anybody. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're not going to come up with something <laughs> new. new. But so get that out of your mind mm-hmm. and actually do the exact opposite. Find a, a progression you like and use it. And you can mm-hmm. make it your own. And that's a mm-hmm. great place to start. Mm-hmm. 
um once you get over that hump and you stop trying to you know mm. pioneer music um my method like a lot of people i just find chords that i like play it and just don't think about it just mm. hum and see what comes mm. out just freestyle and mm. uh, from there I, I usually find a melody that i like that's kind of like thankfully that's i would say my gift i have uh way with just i always hear melodies so that's kind of an uh, easy thing for me mm. But once you get your melody, then then you can worry about lyrics. That's how I approach songwriting, mm. anyway. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's, as, <clears throat> it's as simple as just la la laing your way through whatever chords that you like, yes. right? And then just after that, you can worry about the lyrics. You don't even have to write you, lyrics. You can just write a whole song with a da da da's and la la la. Yes. It should be all good. And then um, just write the lyrics if you want to, you know. But for the most part, melody, and we've talked about that in this podcast a lot. Melody is king. Like really, so, that's so so king. You know, it, you can you can have like the the best mel or the worst like the worst lyrics, but if you have the best melody, you know that's <laughs> gonna get stuck in people's right. head. Yeah, I mean, we always refer to all at least I do. Hello, goodbye by the Beatles. That that song is nothing but contradictions. Like all of it is just like you say yes, I say no. Yeah. You say stop, I say go. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> and that's and it's a hit song. It's like it doesn't you know. It doesn't have to be what anything. Was the, the last time, the last time we yeah. mentioned too that like uh, what was it like uh, yesterday? Mm-hmm. Was wasn't it? Didn't you say it was like sunny? Yeah, scrambled, yeah, scrambled eggs. eggs. Yeah. So it's like, so yeah. It's like yeah. even stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. things like that where like you just you, you like that you know like that C to E seven or that you know that jump from from the one to that you know to that E seven chord right? So he's just like how I like this melody of da 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 da. So it's just like scrambled eggs, and that's that's all he had. And then like he just wrote meaningful, good lyrics later. But yeah, that's a real story? yeah. yeah. I mean, allegedly. Let's just say allegedly. Yeah. Maybe what if it's, if it's not? I don't want people to you know. No, just, yeah, just put it in the comments. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But that's you know that that's one of the stories of of that. I've read enough wow. Beatle books. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, it can be anything, and that's that's really you know if, if you have your ukulele in hand, just put a bunch of chords together. You don't even worry about like music theory and things like that. Like, how did you, you know, how did you know like just what what chords to 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 use? Um, so just like, I mean, it's really the way that most kids. You know, when we were growing up, learn how to play mm-hmm. ukulele. You meet people, you watch them play, and you just you just share. Mm-hmm. It was like trading cards or trading pogs. You know, like <laughs> oh, I learned this chord, and oh, I learned this chord from so and so. Oh, I watched him do this. Oh, is that the same chord? It sounds the yeah. same. And you just put together your own little repertoire of chords. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I found that uh, for me anyway, when I have a hard time, I just try to take what I know works. Mm-hmm. And just see if it can work in a different mm-hmm. order. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. if if you just throw like music theory out the window, just go with whatever sounds good to you, right? Like, Honestly, just, I don't yeah. theory is like <laughs> not on my mind at all when I make music. <laughs> it's like this sounds good, so whatever that's it. sounds good. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's I remember like working with you. It's just like I don't know what chord this is or whatever. Like you would just put your fingers in, in some places that sounds good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like is this a chord? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it makes sound. Yeah, and that's that's really it. Like I think um, we had. Uh, uh, oh, is this coming? Yeah, like we, you know, we had you had this riff, and you were like kind of showing it to me. You're like, like I've, I've been writing to this, you know, like to these chords and stuff. What are these chords? I'm like, oh, it's like D or F major seven to the uh, to the G seven. No, no, it's sorry to the. 
who am I? Yeah, G7. <laughs> then to the uh, to the C with the add nine, and then to the A, the A minor seven. Yeah, but then you know you don't need to know any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was listening. Right I'm it. sorry, right. bro. You came up with those chords <laughs> on your own because it sounded because good. It sounded yeah. good. Yeah. And that's kind of what you know what we mean. Just try it. Just you know, just don't don't be afraid to like to to mess up because if it doesn't sound good, then it doesn't doesn't sound good. Like your ear should tell you that it's like oh, well that's maybe not that chord. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an important uh, message to send yeah. to people who are especially people who are new and on the fence. Mm-hmm. Theory can be intimidating. For a lot of people, mm-hmm. and if it's not the kind of if it's not your style of learning, don't mm-hmm. let it stop you from making music or creating or learning. Just just jump in and try and find mm-hmm. what feels good to you. You'll know it. You'll mm-hmm. you'll feel it. Yeah, in this uh, in this show we do um, and which which should have been due like last week and this week uh, songwriting challenges where we um, <laughs> you know where we we set them up with like oh here's here's some chords or here's a key or whatever and then just write to it and then like uh, everyone sends their or whoever wants to you know send their uh, video or, or audio clip of songs that they write and stuff and we try to you know encourage people and that's why I, I figured you guys would be the best guests for this because now moving over to Mark so Mark <laughs> you've been uh, you've been producing some like some pretty cool beats lately so some people here you know they uh they're they're interested in um you know in some of the equipments that you know that that you would use some programs that you would you know that you would use and stuff they've asked uh kahai these questions before and how to you know how to make uh how to make music production on your computer so how do you do it um i like to use um i like because i come from a drumming background mm-hmm. so it's important to me to I need to feel the instrument. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm constantly tapping, and I, I guess uh, my favorite <laughs> instrument that I use for production is uh, Native Instruments Machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like my favorite. I, <laughs> I, I like, um, I like that because it just has all these great sounds already built in, mm-hmm. and you just load whatever sounds you want, like a <laughs> kit, and yeah. and I just start messing around, just start making loops, basically, and. Mm-hmm and building these sort of blocks mm-hmm. and slowly it you, sometimes you sometimes you get something something's like oh you know it's scrap i'll use yeah. it later but then you know as you keep going you just keep adding you know then you add the bass you add your guitar you add a synth whatever all this stuff it just mm-hmm. it's again like touching upon like with dan mm-hmm. um whatever feels whatever sounds sound good. good yeah and what's helpful i think with some of these production software it's like um then you know because we both use machine mm-hmm. there's like this chord um plugin that helps you just it's like a cheat yeah, you code don't even need <laughs> it's, it's, you, don't even, you don't even need music theory that's cool. it, it just yeah, it just cool. tells you oh these well, are why am I working so hard right. <laughs> and so i would just i, I would just play me. around it's, it lays it out mm-hmm. and i just kind of tap it and then you just it's like wow those, those are really nice chords and mm-hmm. then i just start building mm-hmm. from there and mm-hmm. it's like it's slow at first but when when you you kind of know it when it's like ooh this sounds good and you start adding more it just starts mm-hmm. to build mm-hmm. and from there it's um it's sort of this you just i like to just throw all everything in there sometimes then start to arrange and then start to edit out and then from there you start to have like your your structure of your song you know mm-hmm. um so that's one of the things too and i also like i like sampling um mm-hmm. that's always fun just to like always listening to different styles of music and get a you know just get like a four bar loop or something or chop it up so that's kind of like my thing that i like to do now um but 
sometimes yeah i don't know i uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll i get a lot of influence for just watching a lot of people on mm. on youtube instagram or whatever mm-hmm. and i yeah. and sometimes i'll hear i'll like bookmark like a certain some guy would play this nice guitar riff or something as like oh man yeah. sample it and i'll add that you know into like whatever kind of mm-hmm. beat that i ever whatever i feel like but that's yeah that's just one of yeah that's just one of my methods out of it so yeah that's uh, that's cool because i mean like you know as as ukulele players like as as technology kind of moves forward and stuff and and you know there is a lot of technologies available for us to uh, to get our music onto our, our computer onto the internet and to be able to share with people and stuff so i know a lot of you folks you know have uh, have tried have tried to make music and have tried to put you know put your ukulele or yourselves on a um on a little program and stuff but there's all these other things that you can also do just like mark you know he's uh he's taking these samples and he's making beats and whatnot you can put ukulele on those beats or you can sample the ukulele thing that you're doing and you know make a make a song out of that there's all these awesome possibilities you know to uh with with the technology that's available to us now and it's it's really 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 cool and I, i really um encourage everyone to to just check it out check out what's available and and I mean, never been easier. It, yeah, it could be expensive, or it could be something that you know, if if you have like certain things just lying around, if all you need is a computer, right? Honestly, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's all you need. Well, we like, got a, a question in the chat oh, yeah. that kind of applies to that. So, yeah. um, it says, as the UU com- community has a lot of ukulele newcomers, mm-hmm. do uh, do you have any suggestions for people who are looking to make? the jump from just banging out their first few songs on the ukulele to trying some basic recording at home. Ooh. So like, do you need a, a uke with a pickup or the, and, and with that, do you need like the iPhone iRig or just how do you get it into GarageBand and what, you know, what would be the process just for a beginner? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like <clears throat> you should just, you just try it with whatever you have right now. Don't go out and go like buying all this equipment and stuff like, but just try it out. Like a simple, you know, um, I know they have like garage band for like for iPhones and yes. stuff that you could just, you know, you can just mess around with everything. Just, yeah. yeah. But built in mic on your phone. You, you don't do even that. need yeah. to do like all this fancy, like iRig or whatever. Like all that stuff comes later. Like honestly, mm. you just want to try it out first. You want to get a feel for, you know, how the, how the program is. Um, and then maybe like okay well now i want it to sound good you know like now that i've gotten a feel for it and stuff it's kind of like buying your first ukulele you know you're not just gonna go out save your money and buy a kanilea right off the bat you know like you're gonna go get your first instrument that's like i don't know like a hundred dollars and just kind of feel it out see if you like it and whatnot and get proficient and get good with the instrument and then you move on to you know to a uh, to a nice little setup just like how you would with the recording so since most of us have phones already you already have in you know in your pocket probably like yeah studio studio. exactly you know so um but you you guys are well versed in because i don't i don't know i don't use all this technology stuff so like here's a microphone i record myself so that's this is perfect you guys are here because you guys know way more than i do on this subject no that's that's exactly it Mm -hmm. whatever you're watching this on right now can probably (laughs) record you one way or another you don't have to so one way of going about it is getting an audio interface. I know you talked about that mm-hmm. before. And you can plug directly in if your ukulele has a pickup. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only way to do it. You can mm-hmm. get away with using the built-in mic in your phone or your computer and just playing whatever instrument you have. And you mm-hmm. can layer tracks in something like GarageBand 
or there's a lot of free software out there mm -hmm. for whatever platform you're on. Um, but GarageBand is an awesome one because if you get really comfortable in GarageBand, mm -hmm. you can step up to Logic, which is also mm -hmm. made from Apple. Mm -hmm. and Similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, these tools are super easy <laughs> and user-friendly, I promise. Yeah. Can I ask? Uh, Can I ask? Uh, so, if you're going if you're from, going from uh, uh, just using, you know, your phone or, phone or garage band or yeah. whatever, to the next to step up of, of like, okay, okay, I want to get some actual recording, recording equipment. Yeah. What is like, what is, like the, the basic budget that you would say is like have at least have this, at least much, this to much to spend on a microphone and like you know audio equipment or whatever. There's great videos out there on the internet, and I'm pretty sure you can get away with. If you have two or three hundred dollars, you can have a solid setup mm. to to get going. That includes, maybe even less. Okay. That includes an audio interface uh, and a condenser and headphones. Uh, yeah, and head yeah. yeah and you headphones. can mix in headphones, so you, you don't need you monitors could, necessarily. You probably could find it for less if you get like used ones too, totally. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's true. So. Anything to add, Mark? Um. I would say yeah. Just start. Mm. Don't don't go all out buying mm. like expensive. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not, <laughs> I don't need to. I mean, if you it, the the thing is, just go into it. Mm. If you really want to record mm. something, you there's really no excuse nowadays. And nowadays, yeah. Back yeah. then, we had to like we'll, figure out. Oh my god, our <laughs> our whole setup, how we had. If, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is just. Was it even we're getting, we're, we're going through all the formalities, <laughs> and then we're gonna get through like <laughs> some stuff. But, uh, <laughs> That'll make them appreciate garage band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I don't know. Just say it. Just say what. Oh yeah. What did you guys have to do? Back in the day, what did you have okay, to do we to had a get? Mixer. Okay, we we yeah. had that powered mixer, we had a, powered a Yamaha, mixer. A Yamaha a powered EMX okay. 860, and then yeah. it was all our instruments were plugged into that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then so that's was, that's what you would use to go to the PA system, yeah. right? Like if you were yeah. playing yes. music so it's live, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we would go out from there. Yeah. And that is like the, the mixer is kind of the head mm -hmm. of the uh, you know of of the sound system. Yeah, yeah, right. So you take that. We didn't have any. Audio interface, no, that, no that wasn't interface. a thing. Back <laughs> into the computers, yeah. how yeah. auxiliary no, cables can we get to plug into yeah. auxiliary? RCL into RCA the microphone out. jack of this mm. Dell computer with <laughs> Pro, and so it was all that in, all that sound went into that was one channel one yeah. like an eighth inch track. jack or yeah, eighth track. Track. so we <laughs> took this track. entire powered mixer <laughs> and we condensed it all the way to a eighth inch jack which just, is just using like radio shack cables or yes. something yes. 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 adapters yes. on adapters it was a, I, there was a picture of the adapter that we made but then we realized after yeah. that we didn't need to do all that fancy adapter <laughs> Oh, and like <laughs> you're gonna take it out like half the adapters, yeah. and, <laughs> and we just use whatever like Nady mics back then. So we we didn't even have like Shure SM58s. I think we had one Shure mic. Oh yeah, Dad had Dad had one Shure mic. Dad had his wireless. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. But then, because uh, when I bought my sound system, it came with these like Nady mics. Yeah, yeah. And that was just, it was bon bundled with musicians' yeah, with, friends. Yeah, exactly. And they looked like SM58s, but they were like you know. Know, they were just generic uh and i guess nady is kind of, you know it's like a name not necessarily name brand but it's kind of like it's what we had yeah it's what it's basically what we had and um we plugged into that and uh we took the you know the rca out which is just like the left and right audio which is like the red and white wire 
um, we plug that into the uh, into the mixer, and then those two we condensed into. We took this one converter that took the two left and right um, uh, channels, wire channels, yeah. you know, from the from the big mixer that we had. Which came into this one quarter inch, and we had one thing that converted the quarter inch to an eighth inch. Which <laughs> then, like, right. Yeah, and then that then goes, goes into, into the headphone jack or the microphone jack of, into uh, your computer. Of Mark's Dell laptop. The green port. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Green, the port. green port. The yeah, green the green port. port. Uh-huh. So, you know, we, we seriously had to like figure the out creative. like how, yeah, because, and we could have YouTube this. Mark, you know, Mark got a copy of Cool Edit Pro, and Cool Edit Pro was, you know, was, the uh, what was like basically the coolest thing that ever happened to us because like yeah. that got us to uh, to record ourselves and to yeah. you know to put it out there you know put our music out there and then you know it's could you explain Kuedit Pro, Mark? <laughs> it's an audio interface. Um, like, it's a that, DAW, yeah. digital it's, audio yeah. it's workstation. Like, yeah, I don't know how to describe. It, it looks like a just. Like GarageBand. Like, it's like you know. GarageBand, but not as pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it, a, it the earliest weird. version <laughs> of just, that. Just, okay, you know how like software used to look like back in Win- Windows 95 yeah. days? So, just like that. Yeah. And you have your waveform. Mm-hmm. There's just... There's some cool effects. There's some cool effects. Yeah. You could the built-in yeah. effects. But um, it's, I don't know how to describe like, it. Just, it's, just, <laughs> it's sort of looking like what I'm... <laughs> Like what I'm seeing in front right now with our yeah. screen. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just... I think later though, we figured out, oh, we could do multi-track. I mean, not multi-track, but like we figured, oh, let's... We can we can record like the drums uh, first. Yeah, then and then we, layer the tracks. We, we yeah. realized after, mm-hmm. why are we, we could layer now. Yeah. That, yeah. Took a, I, that took us a while to get to there because we were just recording all everything at once. Mm-hmm. Like old school jazz recordings <laughs> right yeah like, <laughs> like bob marley like, like yeah. okay, everyone play everyone, everyone play. don't mess up yeah. nobody yeah. mess up don't mess up <laughs> but um i don't think we even had a metronome mm. we didn't play to a i still click, don't right? <laughs> still don't have a metronome why you gotta call us out like that mark <laughs> you're a drummer I, I, I was off let me tell you i know i was off <laughs> so whatever those recordings yeah. were released but yeah, Cool no, Edit no, Pro. No. Cool Edit Pro was just it was just the most simplest, but it was pretty, what we had at the time. But that's yeah. all what so we, we had. So we had, and it was mm. free. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's what it mattered. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm giving that <laughs> advice of whatever you have, just use that because whatever you have right now, is, it will lead to the next thing. It's like yeah. a lot more than we had like back uh-huh. in like 2000 when uh you know when when all we had was a Dell laptop and um and Cool Edit Pro. And yeah. I guess, well, I mean, we had a mixer, but we and were like live Shack musicians, Wires. so we just had yeah. stuff laying around the house that, that we could use, you know? And yeah. Um, yeah. we didn't have like a recording studio that we recorded in. Like, um, Daniel would take his wireless mic and go to uh, Mark's garage bathroom and like record his uh, his vocals in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the reverb? <laughs> yeah, it just felt right. We wanted to get that, that feel, I guess, that, as if we were in an isolation. Yeah, booth. No, yeah, now yeah. that you mentioned it, it's not it's kind of weird. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. It's an isolation boot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're isolated from the yeah, we, had all, we had automatic <laughs> reverb with that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't need to add effects after. We are very just uh-huh. using whatever the environment was. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that sounds good. That's good enough. And, and like, the <laughs> stuff that came out of that garage, like, went viral. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. That's like, what, that's how amazing. many people were bumping those songs, like, in their, oh, in their cars, in their MySpaces, and <laughs> their, like, you know, it... 
It's crazy on their iPods at back. See, all, all this jargon. Like, things, <laughs> I would yeah. listen to those recordings. Like, if people only knew this was in Mark's garage. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen to all these little mistakes yeah. that I'm making. <laughs> and we're not gonna keep it. <laughs> hey, I messed up throwback. this one. Good throwback. I love it. <laughs> so you know, it, it can be seriously anything. Just work with whatever you have, and and um, and make make do with you know with, with whatever. Because it's like I said, it's probably leagues better than what we had back then. So at your fingertips, you have access to making some great, great, great recordings and great music. So speaking of uh, um, of of playing in a band back then and stuff. Um, so the three of us are three, uh, we're half of, uh, of the one time band. So, um, we played all, you know, all around Kauai. We, you know, we played all, like I said, all the, the graduation parties and whatever. We paid our dues, gentlemen, you know, like we yeah. played at, uh, at all these places and, you know, of, of all graduation parties, we played at like Filipino graduation parties where like apparently it's against the rules to clap. <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't show emotions <laughs> after those sets. But How dare you? Yeah, you just so it's like mass. <laughs> So with the with the people nowadays, like they want to perform for people, they want to like put themselves out on YouTube or like or do open mics and whatnot. What what kept you going? Like in those in those times when you went to a party and nobody clapped at anything, no matter how good we were doing, no matter like nobody clapped anything. Like we're there for food. Dude. <laughs> we're there for food. We're because we we weren't complaining. I mean. It took us, yeah. you know, hours to set yeah. off. <laughs> we're there for exposure. Yeah, we're there for exposure. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the word, right? Yeah, it's for exposure because because one of those uncles, you know, what if one of those uncles were like was a Filipino uncles <laughs> that can barely speak English? Yeah. What if one of them was, you know, was was in contact with like a a, a, a record label? We just never knew, you know, you just yeah, played yeah. for whoever yeah. would listen to us. It was it was tough times. <laughs> it was really tough times. Yeah, we were so young, man. To come to our old shows, you know. Like, but um, yeah, it was. What what was it like? Like it, you were straight out of high baby. school. Too, I was you know? a baby in the yeah. band. I, you remember when we played Oahu? I wasn't even eighteen, and we played in a twenty-one and over venue. Yeah. <laughs> and um, honestly, I what was that like? Thinking back, I just remember having fun. It was like a field trip. <laughs> That's it. For real. Like honestly, it was like a field trip. I always felt like. Man, back then I was such a little kid. I was a, yeah. amused by every little thing. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, just have fun. We were doing it for mm-hmm. I, at that time we were doing it for the right reason. We oh, I was anyway. I just wanted yeah. to have fun. Yeah. And yeah. I had no crazy expectations. Mm-hmm. It was just it felt right and you guys mm-hmm. are my friends and it was just what we did. Play music. Tell me this though. Because yeah. we played most, you wrote most of the songs, if not all the songs that, that one time played, yeah. you know, besides the cover tunes that we did. Mm-hmm. What was it like to like, to share music that's like so personal to you, you know, like, that's and, and like going, going on stage and like, and basically like pouring your heart out to these people. I like, what's that really like? I thought of that. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's, I never, <laughs> we, know, we've never asked you I, that. I ever. have, I, cause I mean, like, Wow. It is not about me and uh-huh. stuff, but you know, like I've I've question. traveled and I've done that, and yeah, I yeah. asked myself that. So I gotta. So now that I have you on this chair, like I gotta ask you that. What's that what like, like for you? Not easy, bro. Yeah, that's a piece of yourself, <laughs> right? That, like, and you know, yeah. that's why I'm also yeah. very sensitive about like my old music. <laughs> I honestly can't stand it. 
But um, <laughs> I, I did a cover of your song. I know. Like uh, <laughs> recently too. I, like, recently. <laughs> I know you did. It's okay. I still love you. No, but um, ba- back then it was. You guys already know the story of just like w- where I started writing those songs mm. from. I was just yeah. like a kid and just. I, I never really thought about it at the time, but mm. looking back, I definitely should have been more. Uh, I, w- I guess I wasn't as. Um, you were scared. When I you wasn't. Just, I was <laughs> definitely. I was an open book. You were actually pretty fearless. fearless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. I don't know what it was. Maybe I just enjoyed it so much and I was caught up in the moment. But looking back, man, like. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I could do that the same. I mean, I can, but. Yeah. I don't know. Just as a songwriter, that's kind of just what you do and you just. Mm. Learn to enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> was it, but you guys never asked me that. Question. Was it cathartic yeah. for you? You know, in some ways, getting maybe so, or just fun, it was just fun. <laughs> you know, you just it was an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was an opportunity, and I yeah. guess I never really considered how I felt about mm-hmm. it at all. Is just, it kind of like like you when you're a kid and you learn how to skateboard? Is this like, oh yeah, you just go on a skateboard? But as an adult, you learn how to skateboard. You're like, I'm not doing that. I could hurt myself. <laughs> right. I guess at the uh, time, I was not paying attention yeah. to the right. wounds or whatever, you know? Right. right. And... Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a pretty deep question. Yeah, because I mean, now with like all this like mental health awareness and stuff, it's tough for people to like put themselves out there because like True. people are mean, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Especially now yeah. with the age of the internet, we're talking about digital stuff and, and technology. Yeah. I don't think we didn't have that. Yeah. So at the time, I mean, if people didn't like it, they didn't really have anywhere to tell <laughs> they, me. Just, <laughs> no one, no one could really tell us anything, set. right? They yeah, wouldn't yeah, be able to like everybody that. else. Yeah. Like you do not clap. Yeah, yeah, we've played those parties. Yeah, yeah, we've never not played those parties. Let me tell you, I'm more worried about the people clapping. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Hey, I'm not used to that. What is that sound? It's my auntie, guys. Thank you. Oh man, um, that's a good question. Though. What? Are, yeah, you know, because because um, I was just talking to my wife about this, and she, you know, she asked me that question because um. Uh, one of like you know like Instagram has these memories or Facebook has these memories and stuff that shows you like pictures from back then. Yeah. And um, there's there's like a picture. We went to this. Uh, we we played in this place in Korea, and we uh, we went to this kind of basement thing, and um, and they had like a little setup in the basement where there's a bunch of people. And like on the way down to this thing, there's like posters of me like on the wall and stuff. You know like how they like they just like a shrine. And no, no, oh, okay. like you know, like how the how street, street it? You know, like team the street puts team, up like, like puts, oh, puts posters oh, and stuff. Wow. Like so, whoever like put up that thing had yeah, like yeah. you know had our posters on the walls and walked out, and it's just the most awkward situation. <laughs> I told my wife, I'm like, I didn't quite know, but then like, um, and people know this now, like because of the rise of K-pop and stuff. But like Koreans are very into like whoever they're you know like whoever they listen to, like yeah, whoever yeah, yeah. like they are feeling at the moment, like whoever whichever artist that they like. They learn the lyrics. They learn whatever it is, you know, they like that person's life. favorite K-pop food, blood type or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, we played and like, I just, I didn't know how to react to people like singing along to like songs that I write. And I'm just like, this is, <laughs> this is weird, right? Like I would look at Aaron and I'm like, this is not normal. Right? Like, is, how, what, what is this? Because it what doesn't happen feeling? on Kauai. It does not, you know, like I'm used <laughs> to Filipino doesn't. parties. Like that's what I grew up on. I paid my dues, like playing those kind of parties and I'm not used to clap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it's always weird for me so 
I figured I'd ask that now that I have you on the you know on the chair. And it's just like mm-hmm. it's very personal, you know, like those songs, like uh, songs that I wrote that they're singing about. Like these people have like no idea, like you know how how I felt or whatever. But uh, I mean. When they sing it, they they have their own feelings and their own emotion, which is a, a whole nother thing, yeah. you know. But that is it's such a really, really, really cool feeling to just be on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's another <laughs> yeah. question in the chat uh, from Yoda, mm-hmm. and so kind of related. What what artists do you like to follow, or what Ooh, what types of know. artists have inspired you to to write songs and the styles that you have written in you know in the past? Who's this question for? You. Or, or well, for yeah. any of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are Mark. They know mine. <laughs> Mark? Oh, well, <laughs> oh, oh, for me, uh, definitely Questlove. Mm. Um, biggest the drummer's one. drummer. drummer's yeah. like, not he only is, that, yeah. is his, not his, his knowledge of music in general mm. and his history. Like he knows everything mm-hmm. and he connects it. He The way how he connects it to mm-hmm. is um, amazing because mm-hmm. he, he can tell you too at during that certain period of time of what was happening around the world in that region mm-hmm. and how that influenced the music that, that, um, that for that artist that created it. It's, mm-hmm. it's fascinating. He's, 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 a, he's definitely for me, the biggest music influence mm-hmm. kind of like up there with, you know, before that it was Jake and cause I was really into ukulele mm-hmm. and, um, from quest love though, that, that became branches mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. went any, but all the, any musicians I kind of connected with that. So like Jay Dilla is just a producer that I really like, but, um, and I don't know who else. <laughs> they, honestly, <clears throat> I would say that Dan, you've been like an influence. I was gonna say oh, that, that too. Like, like, like straight, straight <laughs> up, Dan has been an influence mm-hmm. in in um, how I like to listen to things, especially his style. And I think we kind of have a similar style. So, and we we always talk a lot about music because we always share. We we did a sharing session last, last night. night, which was a freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, but kind of like yeah i these two guys just their influence on me has been um for sure up there i put them up there with with like the the, the artists that i just mentioned side note i was actually telling uh aaron and kahai that you went to a um a roots concert and caught oh. one of quest loves uh drums oh no 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 that was 311 i caught chad sexton Yes. Ah, I thought I thought it was the Roots at um, uh, the Roots was, uh, was Hard Rock good. Cafe on uh, on Oahu. It was not hard. It was um. The, <laughs> oh my God! What was that place? <laughs> World. World. Oh, oh my gosh! I don't know the name anymore. It was like in some. It was like in. Uh, oh God! What's that gentrified <laughs> <Wow>. area? <laughs> I knew what you were talking about. You know, also. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's be real. Listen, let's be real. When I was at that when I was at that roots concert, it was I remember the area not as nice as how it was now. Yeah. But it was in that it was I forget what that place was called, but that's where that concert was. But then 311. Oh yeah, they were they were a good band. Wow. I remember those. Oh God, my God! That, now we way Jeez. more jealous. That that were yeah. Oh yeah, Mike Fernandez, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was the bass player for this band. Yes, he was obsessed with Three Eleven. Yeah. yeah. So how about you, Dan? Who do you listen to? Um, 
I don't even know how to answer this question. Yeah. <laughs> or who have been your influences like throughout? I know so one guy. I know one guy. Okay, so <laughs> these guys know. When I, know I first started making I know music, know I, I, I was I obsessed <laughs> with <laughs> Craig David. Yeah. 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 He's great. Right. Yeah, that's right. yeah, he's, he's awesome. Great. He's, yeah. That's my boy. Like We're good friends in my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, no, I just, I, I was really into his music around the time when I got into music. And so a lot of the things that I did, I just pretty much just borrowed from him, like down to a, a lot of stuff. So he was initially one of my biggest inspirations. And um, over the years, I, um, there's Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Frank <laughs> Ocean. Yeah, only because, um, and I say that because the first time we met, it was like at this uh, church camp. And I was like, who's this guy singing in the shower? In the shower. <laughs> it's like that kind of communal shower and stuff. <laughs> And he's just on the top of his lungs. He's like, isn't she lovely? I was like, who is that? He sounds good. Like, you know, I'm not telling him to shut up or anything. Like, but just who is that? Like, there's well, a lot of confidence. I didn't feel comfortable playing ukulele. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew, that's right. You knew who I was. Yes. I, <laughs> and yeah. so more on that. And we'll, we'll talk about that in yeah. a little bit. So music influences. Yeah. Like Frank you Ocean. said, yeah. Frank Ocean has mm-hmm. been a, one more recently and uh, another really good songwriter and musician that i love that doesn't get a lot of attention his name is james fauntleroy hmm. he's he's amazing that's all you guys need to know he's written a lot of your favorite song <laughs> <laughs> you've also introduced me to bobby caldwell Ooh. like that's that's some good stuff oh yeah yeah you got me into bobby caldwell yeah, yeah. Gracie's first concert oh really yeah. oh cool yeah. that's right he was at the blue note, blue note. yeah, yeah. Huh. Mm. cool beans i didn't know you went to that mm-hmm <laughs> so yeah, so so Dan and I first you know first met at that church camp, and I think we've talked about this story, but uh, um, you knew who I was because yep. your brother was. <laughs> this story? <laughs> was oh a... my goodness! Okay, this is a good story. So growing up, like yeah. I kind of said earlier, I wasn't the musician. I come from a family of musicians, but uh, my younger brother. He was like the the guy. He fit right in. He played ukulele really well. And, you know, in my eyes, he was as good as it gets because I see him play really well. And that's like the best ukulele player I knew at the time. And he entered a competition. And I remember. <laughs> <Uncle> I. <laughs> yes. That's how I, I, I was actually introduced to Aldrin from that competition because I'm watching it on TV. A replay of it. And. I watched my brother and I think my mom was backing him up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, he got this. He got this. And then our dream goes on. And I remember <laughs> it was like a straight betrayal. I was like, yeah, my brother is losing right now. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that you were a person. Like, yeah. what? I didn't even know that was possible, you know? It was Mike. Mike was backing me up then. The, wow. the same bass player that we were Mike was playing like, bass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was playing a guitar. Guitar. Yeah. Was wow. this the year? He owed me one. That's why. Oh, <laughs> is this the yeah. same one? No, wait. Yeah, that was that was um, Hana Pepe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hana Pepe. Mike was uh, was backing me up, and we played G minor fleas. Because I knew Roy Sakuma was was judging the contest, oh, so I, I had to play. I had to play it to the judges, yeah, you know. Like so, Roy Sakuma recorded um, Herbolta Junior's uh, track of G Minor Fleas, so mm-hmm. he knew. So it was like, I played Ooh, the you game. Yeah, I. <sighs> you know what? 
<laughs> that's, that's how you play the game. Well, maybe. you could have played anything. You could have played. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I played my dog right, had yeah. fleas and you had one. Um, so yeah, and that's really the story. Well, he no. So fast thought... forward to the to so the wait, church wait, camp. Wait, you. So you just oh, yeah. you saw him on this, and so you that's how, how I knew this guy was so a you just knew from assassin. There. Yeah. How long ago <laughs> then? <laughs> yeah. No. He and so when I saw Aldrin, because at the time it was like I thought I was gonna be the guy with the you know. <laughs> you know but when i saw he had his i was like oh that's the guy that's the guy at church camp yeah, yeah. but that's where we're gonna be the church yeah, camp yeah. ukulele guy yes <laughs> which which actually you became the assassin at that point because like i heard you play and then I, I was like, yeah, well, you know, can you play me a song? You can you play an original song I, then, you know? Uh, and then bam, he, he plays for me the song called Picture. Uh, and I'm like, okay, uh, all right, all right, you win, you win. That's that, all I had. that song that's is great. Had. Like that is an amazing, very well written song from there. Day one, huge fan, Daniel. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's funny because that would end up so being one of the songs. Me. I did. You see, oh, assassinated me. <laughs> but that's funny that we yeah. ended up playing that song. Yeah. In the band that we made. Yeah. Like, when you go back and you think of all those it things. It hurts every time. <laughs> Dude, I can't even drive past that place without thinking about you, bro. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to one-up this guy and stuff. Like, oh, if you're so good. Well, man. in my mind, you, you still. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, man. And, and I remember that song. Yeah, you played that song. I was like, that is. And I couldn't get it out of my head, like, the rest of the weekend. I'm like, I. And it was, I don't know how, how did we, how do we hook up afterwards? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but we did. Yeah. And um, that's when I met Seth. I want to say, didn't I? Oh, you went to Seth's, the, Seth's house. We were recording at, oh No, my. no, before that. Oh, really? Remember there was um, uh, brown bags? Yeah. Remember the brown yeah, bags the, I the didn't sisters. qualify yeah. for? <laughs> I couldn't, right. I couldn't perform for brown bags because... Because your boy had bad grades. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're not gonna beat her on the bush. Well, brown bags, make grades. Brown bags was started. like um, a, um, like a high school high talent show, talent high school state competition. Yeah. So it was yeah. a big talent. deal, mm. and um, I, I remember I let down a lot of my friends because they were expecting me to play, and I couldn't make grades, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't let me play. But um, I think I ended up playing anyway. But yes. it was unofficial. You Filipino oh. book, book <laughs> during the intermission because yeah. I'm like. How's this guy on stage? That's the guy. That's the guy from church camp. <laughs> but you and couldn't compete because it, I was, yeah. it was off the books. Yeah. They were tallying the scores. Yeah. And I went up and, okay, so a little thing about how I got into music. It was all a big joke for me. And actually, before I started writing real songs, I was a class clown. And music was the way that I could make everybody laugh. So my very, very first songs were just parody songs. It was like, <laughs> that was my way in. Mm-hmm. And once I realized people were actually listening, I was like, oh, well, maybe I can slip in real songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a funny story, dude. Yeah, that was, that was it. Yeah, we, uh, we, we met up then. and um, That's when I met Seth. <clears throat> and then we, we invited you over to Seth's kitchen. To record. So, so even before Mark... We recorded in my in our keyboard player. Seth is our keyboard player for for this band. So it's all connected, yeah. and um, <laughs> he had a computer, a desktop that uh, that we installed. Marks like Coedit uh, Edit Pro, his copy of Cool Edit Pro. We installed on that computer. <laughs> that copy must have spread. So <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, we were recording at Seth's kitchen, and that was the first recording of uh, of Daniel's song "Perfect how, Together." Can I explain how yeah, the single go, go flow ahead, was? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, guys, there was no direct input to the mixer at all. We recorded <laughs> using a microphone to his speakers. <laughs> and that's how we record it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't have that old recording, but I want to. Have... I think I think I do. Okay, we gotta find so, it. So yeah, oh, it was like we didn't have we didn't figure out the whole like mixer to, to whatever to the computer. But, yes. Yeah, but um, but Seth had like uh, I guess because uh, his in his house they played like uh, MMO RPGs and uh-huh. stuff like Ashran's Call. So they had like, you know, like, um, I guess like head headsets, like with microphones and stuff. Yeah. So we just took them like the computer microphone and whatever we recorded in order to mix everything down, we recorded to through that. Yeah. So we took the speaker, put it next to the, uh, to, the to the microphone, to the computer and fed it back and in. And fed it back in. That's, <laughs> it was, Gosh. it was so, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's sort of the equivalent of what people can do with their phones now, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> hold it up to the speaker, right? <laughs> yeah. That was, that was some tough times. That was fun. That was fun. I have that recording somewhere. Um, I won't share it yeah. anything. <laughs> Maybe you. <laughs> Kaneo was there too. Yes, Kaneo was there. Uh, Hoku Aki was oh, there. Um, yes. Ali was there the second time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We have various recordings of you know of yeah, that yeah, song, yeah. and uh, and you brought some friends over and stuff, yep. and you had some guy <laughs> singing super low. <laughs> you remember that too? That's funny. I have the memory of an oh. elephant when it comes to these things. <laughs> yeah, man, good times. But yeah, it's just I mean we're telling all these stories just to kind of give you guys an idea of like what you know what you can do if you just put your mind. To you know, to stuff, right? Like, if you really, really want to put yourself out there, if you want to, you know, if you want to be a musician, or if you just want to share your music, like, there's various different ways of going at it, and and you're definitely not limited as long as you have an ukulele, or not even that, as long as you have a sh- song to share, like, you know, you you have a phone, like, you can you can share that song. Share it. Yeah, share, share. Even if just for the memories, because it's something to look back on and yes. just enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've we sort of talked uh, on this podcast mm-hmm. before about that, where it's like uh, recording is like a snapshot of who you are musically yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if you know you're not happy with it later, yeah. or, or doesn't like, matter. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah, it's like oh, I, di- I didn't write those lyrics well, or like I didn't play as mm-hmm. well as I could have. It's like it's still just a snapshot of who you were, of who you mm-hmm. actually were yeah, at that yeah. time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we've. Yeah. Uh, so, what was your what was your favorite gig that you played? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why does this have to come up? <laughs> oh no, God. I mean, what's your? I'm not asking what the worst gig was. <laughs> we know what the worst gig was. What's your favorite gig? <laughs> Are we gonna talk about? No, 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 no. no, 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 no I don't no, bring no. that. Up. I don't want to bring Stay that. Stay on up. the rails. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. You're, on, you're from Oahu, you know all about rails. <laughs> no! Oh, anyway, oh, he did. what is your favorite no, <laughs> I gotta go now? No. Okay, my favorite? Yeah. I gotta say... With us or without us, regardless. What's your no, favorite no, no, gig no. of all time? My, my favorite, although it's like, I don't really remember all the hmm. little details. I would say, remember that word of life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, was there. Oh, oh you were there? were there? Oh, that's right. You filmed. I filmed. Yeah, you. Oh you yeah, remember gosh. for I am Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For old po- uh, old not Poly, well, old website. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was there. It was. Yeah, it was just like was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ace yeah. Law filler. And, yeah, 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 man. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so before we started Ukulele mm-hmm. Underground, that's we were right. doing stuff for a website called IamHawaii.com. Mm-hmm. And that's where we kind of came up with the idea mm-hmm. of putting ukulele lessons online. But before that, um, Ryan and I had the idea of do- just going around and um, talking to local musicians, mm-hmm. putting together like EPKs for them. Like mm-hmm. that's not even a, really a term anymore, but yeah. electronic press kits <clears throat> for them. Mm-hmm. And so the first one that we ever did was for Dan. Yeah. And and I remember like recording him like, in the I Am Hawaii like office. The interview. Yeah, 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 the interview. Oh, man, I, I forgot about that. We have it somewhere because <laughs> we cleaned out our office in order to move here, and we have it somewhere. So that's amazing. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. So yeah. we have all that stuff, and we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I remember. Yeah, that would be fun to kind of look. I went at to all that, that concert just yeah. to get the B rolls mm. so that we could shoot that that promo yeah. so why why that particular okay, one okay that yeah. it, you know what, why i liked it so much is mm. because people had no idea that i was just a regular guy you know what I mean? like, <laughs> guys i just i do this out of my you know we weren't big time yeah. at all or anything out of our apartment but, but they, it, they were caught up you know what it was is the <clears> early <throat> times of uh the internet and <clears> social <throat> media and it, we were kind of riding that early wave <clears throat> and so it was just a cool feeling to get treated like somebody without, you know, I, it was like big time imposter syndrome. <laughs> but at the same time, it was cool because who doesn't like to feel important, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they were just treating us right. Weren't they yeah. treating us like? But that, I mean, you could say that now with all these like um, influencers, you know, right? Like if they're just whoever like started <laughs> yeah, a blog or an Instagram and then they're like, oh yeah, I'm a somebody. Give me this some hotel room or whatever, you know, because no. I'm an influencer and I, I'll tell all my followers. I <laughs> guess musically it wasn't my favorite gig, but I just... <clears throat> I feel like that's one of my most that's memorable cool. because cool. of just the, mm. the the feeling that that crowd gave us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the crowd was the singing all of your right. songs. And I was like, yeah. oh, you know, we just put this on MySpace like the other day. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. See that? See, that's what I mean. Like people singing along, like those are your songs you wrote from yeah. your feelings. From you know, like from your mind and heart, like that you're putting out there. How does that feel? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's a, yeah. That so place was packed too. Yeah, because yeah. I remember like I, I was filming and I couldn't find a good place to film, mm-hmm. and so <sighs> I had to go up to the balcony. There was like a mm-hmm. balcony section, mm-hmm. and I had to film between people oh, from man. the balcony just mm-hmm. to get a good shot of the stage. Wow. Word of life, <laughs> yeah, word of life. So explain word of life. If people are like, I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> it's a church. A church yeah, on church. Oahu. Mm-hmm. In the gentrified area. <laughs> <laughs> but they had like a huge concert hall. Yes, they were known for, you know, big concerts. Throwing... Yeah. Is that like where Imua plays and stuff? Or he's playing no, at no, a different he, church? He plays at C4. That's the church. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's. Talk about churches with ukuleles and, and big names like Kapeno <laughs> plays and like and Imua plays and stuff. It's. There's some nice churches on Koi, on, on, on Oahu. Oahu like, yeah, Kalei yeah. plays for New bangers. Hope. Yeah, New Hope. Oof. Yeah, some bangers up and there, they do, man. <laughs> they do full on production. <laughs> okay. That's the one that uh, Emo plays for, New Hope. Uh, before, like, we're kind of yeah. getting close to the end, but um, there was a couple questions in the okay. chat. Um, Yoda and Rob were asking about your ukulele, and then Rob was asking. <laughs> I thought about... it was just gonna be a fly on the wall that nobody talked <laughs> yeah. about today, but yeah. <laughs> and then and then Rob was asking about um, Dan's tattoos. Ooh, yeah, like okay. just uh, if you want to share, yeah, you know. So anyway, this ukulele, 
I just got it two days ago from Kanileo Ukulele. This is an Aldrin model, but a very, 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 very special Aldrin model that I've been waiting for years to have. This is years in the making collaboration between um, Joe Souza and I. This is a Sitka spruce top with a Brazilian rosewood back and sides. So this is like one of the last, if not the last Brazilian rosewood set that Joe Souza has in his shop or the Canile shop. Um, I was very, very, very lucky to secure this, you know, this uh, wood set um, way back in, I want to say 2014, mm-hmm. like like a long, long, long time ago. So we finally built ukulele with this. Um, it's got some amazing features. I've always wanted that cutaway that they have, you know, on their newer ukulele. So this is their, you know, their, their cutaway. Um, there's a side port so you can kind of, you know, get a better uh, sense of what the ukulele sounds like as the player. Uh, it also has this amazing like uh, relief here, so I'm gonna show that. So it looks like that. This is only available on two ukuleles. I was gonna ask. Yeah, it's not available. So if you go and order a kanile, you couldn't get this. Like this is something completely unique right now. The only two ukuleles that have this is this ukulele and the 2021 platinum. Uh-huh. This is, is that only, available yet? The platinum? Yeah, the platinum is is available. That's a good like five six grand for that ukulele. Right it now, feels right amazing. Now. This and is sounds. yeah. It's kind of like if you've played like an electric guitar before, like a Stratocaster. It's kind of it's the mm. same idea, <clears throat> and this just makes it so comfortable yeah, to like to hold and to play. And it, this this relief is everything. But yeah, just. Just letting you guys know, like this is not available on like on regular Kanileas, like currently. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If I'm they're sure gonna you start could to... uh, custom order in the future, but yeah. But I mean, even if you custom order like today and stuff, yeah, you're not gonna. You, yeah, you're gonna be like, no, we don't do that. So <laughs> this is something super duper unique, and I'm very, very, very stoked to. Uh, to, and very lucky to uh, to have gotten. Um, I went. I usually go with uh, with just you know like elegant uh, ebony and stuff. But this time I went kind of blingy, like just bling down on this, but not too much. It's still subtle. Uh, power abalone on um, on the binding and a small power abalone rosettes. Just you know, nice and nice and subtle. Uh, your normal, um, silk neck mahogany, uh, mahogany, no, is this mahogany or, uh, I don't know what they, I think, I think it's mahogany on, on the, uh, on, on the necks. I'm not too sure, but, mm-hmm. um, snakewood tuners, these Gilbert tuners. I usually use a, uh, an ebony, but these are also snakewoods, which complements the, uh, you know, the, the color of the, um, the, the instruments. And um, yeah, Gilbert tuners. Uh, the K is also Paula Abalone. I usually have that in um, sand or bird's eye maple. But uh, my logo over here. This is me from the back. This the long hair and stuff. Then my <laughs> old logo. But that's also in Paula Abalone. And this is just the prettiest ukulele that that I've ever seen. That I that I own. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, like, and the most expensive. Most expensive. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about like the the price on on this thing. It's just it's. Because this is one of one. Yeah, right this now, is one right? of one of one. Uh, it, and just you can't get Brazilian rosewood anymore. It's like yeah. it's illegal to get Brazilian rosewood. Yeah. So like, this was legally yeah. obtained prior yeah, prior to, to the law. Uh, prior to the law saying that you cannot have Brazilian rosewood anymore because they were over harvested, <laughs> and you can get Indian rosewood, which is kind of you know that has the same properties and stuff, but it is not Brazilian. So it's rosewood. probably going to be many, many, many years before <clears throat> Brazilian Bra- rosewood. Is- yeah, Brazilian rosewood was sought after, you know, by like the best uh, flamenco guitar makers, by you know, by um, just. 
guitar makers in general just like sought after this yeah, this wood because of its sound. It, it pairs really nicely with the uh, with the Sitka spruce. So the spruce is a super bright sound, whereas the uh, the Brazilian rosewood mellows that out. So it's a great combination. It's a very mellow sounding ukulele, and um, but. It's mellow, but it's also got volume because of the spruce. And this is like master grade spruce. The spruce is, um, is measured by how many lines per inch. <laughs> and they say, I don't know, like 10, uh, or as I think 10 is like really good. Whereas this, like per inch, it's, got way past 10. 20 no, I, I mean i don't I, I might be wrong on on that but like i know this is just Whatever ridiculous is, i've yeah. had you know i've had uh luthiers kind of take a look at this uh this this wood set that that i have and they're just this is like the holy grail of like sitka spruce that i i basically went to kanilea and looked at all their wood stashes and i'm like i want this one and this one so i have oh like, so the most expensive hard hardest to get ones <laughs> yeah like where's your brazilian rosewood sets is it yeah, back yeah. here somewhere yeah so he i don't know how many i think he had two or three at that time oh man and this is one of you know one of them and save this just, one for me and yeah, yeah. So well, I, well, I, I put it aside I put it aside seriously this is kanilea this i from the bottom of my heart thank you so much you've made my dream ukulele because this is my dream uke i've always wanted a spruce top brazilian rosewood combo and it's just me too <laughs> <laughs> me, me three so that's you know this this ukulele really is super duper special and you know it's oh it's got the uh, dream signature on it also yeah. just yeah. just because that's cool because that's because that's fun <laughs> i don't know like it's 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 my new ukulele i can't even put it down like uh kahai set up the ukulele underground ukulele here for me i'm like no no, no put that away like i'm using this <laughs> yeah. and i'm holding on to this thing i don't know if i'm going to be answering too many questions in my uke today but i just want to be holding on to this you know, I, just, I don't trust my wife at home i don't you know like i don't trust anybody like with this in this day. Just, am i precious you know so this is uh this is my brand new ukulele and, and I'm super duper in love with it. I did a video, <clears throat> came out today, uh, showcasing this ukulele. So check that out. I ukulele have a question. Person. Yes. Did you name her? Yes. Did you tell anybody yet? No. Are you going to? <laughs> this ukulele is named Senko. S-E-N-K-O, which is my daughter's middle name. Oh, that's so oh, beautiful. That's yes. right. So, so El Senko Guerrero is my daughter's oh. name. So this ukulele's name is Senko. You sweetie. Nice. Which is uh, named after... Um, I think uh, Heather's um, grandmother or great grandmother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's, it's one Sad of those family names that like beautiful. like Japanese family names that got like sent um, passed down. So this is named after my daughter, Senko. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So tattoos. <laughs> yeah. So, so Rob, Rob has, is um, he came to the retreat last yeah, year. Cool. Yeah. And he has a bunch of tattoos from like Hawaiian art artists too oh. so like he he's yeah interested in <laughs> um simple story so i mean uh my grandpa had this tattoo uh it was actually on his ankle he got it in tahiti he passed away and i wanted to um just honor him and so i got the same tattoo and i had you know i took some liberties mm. around but basically i got this as a reminder of him mm -hmm. and he's kind of like the the musical side of my family and we weren't super close so this is supposed to be like yeah, a, a reminder of him sure there it is 
Are you going to show the one that says Aldrine across your chest? Or? Uh, yeah, we can we'll save that one for okay, later. Okay. <laughs> I'm not supposed to tell him, dude. Uh, then I have a trouble clef. Nothing oh, too cool fancy. Name, trouble clef. This is to remind me of how, uh, the first letter of my name. It looks like a D when it's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then uh, my most important tattoo. <laughs> oh. Can you see that? Yeah. <laughs> cool. It's fun. <laughs> I was thinking of getting one that says like if lost please call <laughs> like, <laughs> you need my number <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah. but that's cool Tattoos. man nice yeah yeah man it's good when you know when they're meaningful and that's why like I don't have any because I like I need I can't decide on like what you know what what I want to put in my body that I'm gonna have forever that like that is gonna symbolize something and that's cool and I'm jealous of people that have like you know like something that they totally believe in that they would put it in their body like put it on their body and and then like it's meaningful and a symbol of something it's cool I respect that man no for real yeah Yeah, that's that's like something that I could you know I just not I just don't have that kind of commitment (laughs) (laughs) commitment issues so yeah so Mark you have tattoos Oh, uh, not ones that I want to show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not for this podcast. Not for this podcast. <laughs> for after hours. <sighs> All right, guys. Any, uh, anything else you guys want to tell the audience? I want to say thank you guys for having us. Thank mm. you to to Ukulele Underground, Eldreen, Kahai, Aaron. Nice to see you guys. It's been mm. a crazy time, but it's nice to be in the presence of friends, man. It's important, Absolutely. guys. Now more than ever, it's important to be around people you care about and just talking about good times man this is so good (laughs) yeah Yeah, um, you know i was telling mike mike uh was was the guest last week that like our guests just keep getting better and better because we had we had andrew molina which is a professional ukulele player from maui then we had jake shimabukuro and then we had mike odo and now we have Daniel Cummings. So it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just stepping it up. You know? Like, it's for real. No, this, this means a lot more to me than, you know, than, than, I mean, I, I love all those other guys and stuff, but because we've basically, you know, like history. Yeah. It's our, it's our history and we've sharpened our, you know, our musical blades together, like Ronins, you know, like, <laughs> like samurais of the, of the old past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's it's, us. <laughs> seriously. You know, and we cut down all those Filipino graduation parties with our blades. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on to the next one. I'd never go back to one of those. Just kidding. <laughs> we couldn't survive. <laughs> Didn't eat us kidding. alive, man. Yeah. Like, no, you guys I don't know. want to clap? <laughs> don't you guys have hands? <laughs> yeah, and and everybody started off with ukulele. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I gotta just tell this real quick one. Yeah. My introduction to Mark. This guy was the OG ukulele assassin. Yes. yes. What grade were we in? Yeah, you he, were in. Yes, I asked him to be at that uh, that contest that the I first, you know, that I first contest. Yeah. And he, I remember seeing him like, okay, we have a playground, dude. Why don't you want to play on the playground? This guy's on the side. We must have been little kids, mm-hmm. and he's over there just. Sharpening his his sword, <laughs> ready for battle. <laughs> ukulele sword. Mark Wait, how, how did you get into ukulele? Mark? How did I get into it? Yeah, it's funny. Um, my cousins. Okay, my cousins. Same uh, with me. My, my cousins. <laughs> my cousins. It was uh, everyone was just. It was like at the time when 
you know, it was whatever was popular. Yeah. Like Pogs was Pogs. popular during that time. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, whatever was popular during that time in the 90s. But yeah. ukulele was really popular. Uh-huh. And my cousins had a uke. My neighbors had a uke, and I just wanted to fit in. Yeah, well, you Straight fit on. in, and then that's some, it. Yeah. I just wanted, I just wanted to hang and out. Nobody else could fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it. But then I think like um, we just fully, it, you know, what I think about it, it was just like a video game playing the ukulele. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know, yeah. It's like you, you learn, up, you yeah. learn like little. We were just learning chords, like oh that song, yeah, and then you'd start to learn other parts. You, like, you just slowly start leveling up. And then from there, I just got really and then obsessed. And then the levels increased because it yeah. was like Kao Creative Boys or like, yeah. you know, well, all we had at the beginning was like Kapena, mm. Kao Creative right. Boys. And, then, and that was hard enough. Yeah. Right. And then Mark mastered all those levels yeah. and then, yeah, and then and Pure Heart came out and, and they're like, oh no, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do for the next five years. <laughs> it was the, a total obsession during high school. It was just, that just i remember i just wanted to play i used to just um from that point on was yeah it was just my video game yeah. i i just um play in the morning right before school i'd listen to a cd and just rewind tap this just it was stuck everything was stuck in a loop for me like the whole day you obsessed I, it was i was just obsessed it was and it was my only outlet to kind of like stay in there and it, i knew it was weird and I was just quiet because it was like, no, people are going to think I'm crazy just playing this same like pattern over and over and over and over. But I just did it just just because I couldn't turn it off. And uh-huh. so like that, that, you know, Dan, if you're sharpening, watching me, it was just like every opportunity I had that Makes sense now. I, I just was like, I didn't care. Uh-huh. I really did not care. I was just like, this is stuck in my head. It's called passion. It bro. was the only thing was my only thing yeah that's and, funny and i just built from there then i met other people that were just as obsessed <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. That, and that and that and you know that ukulele, that ukulele festival when you met yeah. there that was life-changing for me yeah uh, that well that from that was like it's cool. oh my gosh i was like i can't believe there's a, there's another guy like this <laughs> island that's just as obsessed with this song this instrument <laughs> and it's cool because like we were like oh could could we have a band with two ukulele right, players right. Yeah. <laughs> that was it and you guys were doing it for a while right yeah, yeah. we were doing like ukulele harmonies and stuff yeah. oh yeah was, oh, yeah man. i remember you were you were like you because yeah. like we both played like oh how about i do this part like this is like because what? i've never like you i never met anyone like that was uh, you know, obsessed with ukulele as i was so like finally finding someone i'm like oh and being in band and knowing music theory and i'm like okay if you play that i could do this and that was cool yeah. Yeah. that was cool because yeah. i didn't know like dan mm-hmm. this is funny because i didn't know music theory mm. yeah i was just yeah. sort of just like him but then mm. the bridge here was aldrin who knew all this stuff and said this is why you did what mm-hmm. you do and this is why like this and i was like oh my gosh okay that 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 makes sense <laughs> and, and then from there you know fast forward to like i got introduced to dan reintroduced to dan because i just knew of him and i was like like he's he, i was just knew of him but um, then when i i think it was ryan's place when i first introduced him it was like an audition yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember yeah. i was like oh we got you got mark's vote you got my <laughs> vote but you need to audition for ryan right. because ryan i remember yes and i remember that like i well i was sold and i remember you played craig david because and you know yeah. i i think me and you Dan, like i guess we had we found out we had similar 
musical styles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And with that was just this bridge of ukulele. But I also, not only that I love the instrument, I just love music and particularly a certain style that I really like was just R&B soul. Mm-hmm. That style that me and Dan really mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. got together and from there it was just, this is just how holiday came about. It was basically just to hang yeah. out with friends, to be honest. Like seriously, <laughs> music was just to hang out with friends. Yeah, yeah, man. So That's moral funny. of the story, ukulele brings people together and changes lives, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah it's yeah. it's funny because uh, like Aldrin said, we had Andrew Molina on yeah. and his story is the exact same as yours, Mark. Right? Yeah. Like well, he's just obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for for podcast listeners, go listen to Andrew Molina's episode and he he says a lot of the same kind of mm-hmm. things and so that's basically the <laughs> ticket to getting good is yeah. just like, yeah, just repeating the same mm. thing over it's and passion. over and not really mm. caring what mm. anybody else mm. thinks and just doing it for the mm. love of it or for, you know, to satisfy that, that feeling, that craving mm. that you have inside. Mm. It was a niche. Just yeah. have to keep, yeah. I just have to keep <laughs> yeah. scratching it. Like literally until my fingers got so, <laughs> you know. It's, but yeah. that's because you were obsessed and because you did those drills and stuff. Whereas like someone like me who knew the, the music theory, who knew the notes, that's why I was kind of sloppy when playing because I, I knew like, oh, as long as I play this, it's correct or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Mark did the, you know, the, the hard labor of like playing well, <laughs> you know, like and, and actually playing on time and, and, uh, just cleaning up my act really because I was very sloppy like back you know back in the day so working with Mark you know on uh, on playing ukulele and showing me how he does stuff like and just kind of bouncing ideas off each other so I would teach him you know like music theory and, yeah. and things that you could do with the ukulele whereas uh, Mark was kind of teaching me the things that he learned you know and it was very reciprocal cleaning. yeah man it, it was, was really cool. awesome because it was like we kind of filled each other's gaps yeah and mm-hmm. um just to see where you are now mm-hmm. is just amazing dude amazing blows me blows my mind away and uh the fact that like you know you that it came kind of full circle with the couple months a uh, month ago mm-hmm. when you uh because i you know that you did a thing for the the library oh, system yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that right there was like my dream mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> library Jake program i wish that was live yeah. I, but you know i think isn't there a recording of that somewhere yes yeah yeah so um, I did a Hawaii uh, public library system. Library, maybe? yeah, uh, HSPLS um, yeah, virtual so program. Yeah, they, yeah they, um, they, they do this thing now, and I talked about this on the podcast before, where you can rent or borrow ukuleles with your library card uh, from, you know, from libraries all around Hawaii. And, uh, and Jake and I were, you know, were part of that program. Jake was like the main host and, and, you know, and, uh, the main guy of the thing. But Mark got those guys to get a, get a hold of me and I became a part of it. And that was really cool, man. That Thank was really that. cool. Yeah. That was, that was really all fun. Mark. Man. Yeah. Cause they, uh, they got, I guess, like Glenn Medeiros, which is a really cool guest. Dr. You know, Glenn uh, Medeiros. Doctor, sorry. Dr. Glenn Medeiros, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and, uh, on, on that show. And then Mark's like, well, what about Aldrin? He's like from Kauai. He plays ukulele, right? He's, she can him to do something. <laughs> like, thank you, Mark. I do play ukulele. Just from here. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, with, with that, Mark, with your story, with your very inspirational talk, I, I don't see any better way to end this podcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you for watching. If you're, you know, if you're watching this, you can totally listen to this, uh, with, 
by downloading it with whatever your favorite uh, podcast downloading machine app thingy that you use. <laughs> <laughs> so just, <laughs> but um, thank you so much, really. These are these are my friends, and I'm very, 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 very happy that they could be here, that they could share some of their stories, thank and you. I'm I'm stoked to just kind of reminisce on the good old days. And uh, and thank you so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you folks. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow for Aloha Friday Live Jam. Uh, aloha. Cheers.